0: Okay, one, two, three, go. <laughs> All right, this is. This is episode three of the "My Friend Jeff series. The topic we're discussing today is social media, the goods, of course, the bads, uh, the effects of cyber life on real life, mental health, and more. Don't forget to like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and to sign up for the newsletter on canondispatch.substack.com. You can just Google Canon Dispatch Substack and you'll find it. By the way, the music that you hear on all of these uh, My Friend Jeff series, they're all original compositions by Jeff. Either something that he's done like just for the moment or something that he's, uh, like I said, he's composed over time. So you can head to my Substack to find the link to his YouTube page on there. Thanks for listening. Here's the episode. One two three, one two three. That was a that was from a Beatles record. No comment. (laughs) Yeah, forgot you don't like the Beatles.
1: I respect Uh, what they did for the world, Um, but they're overrated. That's what's. I I hate to even say it's overrated. Like they're that's that's subjective. Um, because you could be like fucking Nickelback's overrated, and I'm like dog. Nickelback fucking rules. I know. We talked about this. I don't even want to get into it. Bro. We're not going to get into it, but it's, only, it's cool to hate Nickelback, and it's not cool to like him, but look what those motherfuckers are. Anyway, this is not the topic of this here podcast session.
0: Yeah, that was residual.
1: That was residual. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like pre recorded it 20 minutes ago or something. And I don't know. That's, that's wild.
0: That's why It's not real.
1: The soul drain of social media and dog feet clattering down the hallway.
0: When you... When you... When was the last time you took a complete
1: break from social media?
0: Like, complete break.
1: Willingly or unwillingly? Willingly. Man, I don't know. I have I have phases where I don't really look at it very much. Um, and then, you know, I fall down the rabbit hole sometimes where it's like, it's all I fucking do. And then uh, that's like the only time I... Uh, the apple screen reminder or screen use thing screen time thing reminds me of how much of a piece of shit i was that week right where it's like you're up 40 hours this week it's like fuck that's all i (laughs) had no i never go that crazy but i was about to say but you recently did a hiatus yeah unsure if it's permanent yet
0: it's not I mean i I went back on that's all right yeah it's all right but it gives it gave me the perspective that I wanted, which was to understand like where my mind like what like why am I like unconsciously deciding to pick up my phone and then do uh, there was the pop thing again. Why, why am I unconsciously, seemingly unconsciously, deciding to pick up my phone? And then do the finger mechanisms that take me directly to Instagram.
1: Because we as a society have been programmed that we have to be constantly busy all the time. And your hand should be doing something or you're not being productive even if you're unproductively scrolling.
0: Dude, you did that to a metronome even though we didn't have a metronome going.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, really, that's, that's what it is. It's something to fucking do. That's, the, that's where we've gotten to as a society is that you can't just fucking sit And just sit and think you have to be doing something all the time, whether it's just mindlessly scrolling and letting all this bullshit come into your brain. So, I mean, like, when you were a kid and you'd go sit in the bathroom for 20 minutes, you were, like, reading the back of the pledge can.
0: Right.
1: Same shit. Now you're just reading Instagram instead of the ingredients that make up pledge.
0: I don't know if it is the same
1: thing. I mean, no, it's not. One of them is... Scientific and maybe educational until you have it memorized. And the other one is, I mean, let's I want to preface all of this by saying social media can do some amazing things. The yes. internet can do some amazing things. Yes, But if your focus group or the people you follow are not doing amazing things and it's just this echo chamber of bullshit, then it is absolutely soul draining and you don't probably, you probably don't even realize it.
0: That's the thing though, is it seems like it's insidious because people say, oh, it's no big deal. People don't look at it as a, look at, look at it as a big deal. They look at it, oh, it's just whatever, right? We're just looking at cat videos and then there's a political post here and then now we're looking at a you know some person what they ate today or whatever, right but yeah like it's it's just this one thing and it's another thing and it's another thing right and the thing is is the dopamine factor,
1: oh, we're like slaves to dopamine
0: that and that's what it is and I know like the, <laughs> the dopamine, dopamine's having a moment <laughs> dopamine's always has its moment because it's one of the things that's. It's what's kept the human race going, you know. So, but
1: it's the, essential and it's fucking required,
0: right? But when it is engineered, when these apps and these things are engineered to pull dopamine for no other reason other than just accessing the app, there's no other reason there besides yeah.
1: besides just accessing the app. So, like before you took your hiatus from social media. Uh, how quickly in the morning did you like open up Facebook or Instagram? Mm,
0: I would say, oh, I would say this on most days, not quickly because yep. I trained myself to not do it because initially, like so,
1: months you, ago, so you were doing that months ago. That's where the like instant gratification is. And the, uh, you don't even give yourself time to become aware of what you're thinking, how you're feeling as soon as you wake up. Yes. You wake up, you open your eyes and you fucking scrub away the crusty shit and you immediately start looking at what other people are doing and what other people are thinking and what they're going on about. And if you see something awful this minute you wake up, it's kind of hard to come back from that. Subconsciously, it's already fucked your day up. Right. Unless you're just, you know, a machine and nothing affects you ever at all. Some way, shape or form, even if you don't realize it, it's still fucking with you.
0: Yeah, that's, I don't believe, I believe it, even, I I believe that it affects
1: everyone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, sorry. No, you
1: go. So that's, that's kind of why I led with saying like the soul drain of social media is away from the good stuff because there's a lot more bad than there is good. It's, it's completely a fucking soul drain. It's just constantly chipping away pieces of you and it's, uh. It's like stealing your joy, um, but it's. I think Instagram is more of that than Facebook because Instagram is like it's all comparison. It's less words, more pictures. Right. Um, like any given moment, you can pull up Instagram and like look on the Explore tab, and you see somebody in the Swiss Alps skiing. You're like, "Fuck, I'm poor," <laughs> or they're driving a, um, a Bentley or a Maserati or on a yacht, and it's like, man, I'm sitting in my office at work. Right. And you're just comparing, like, how, do, how come I'm not doing that? It's just, it's stealing your valuable time. And your time is valuable.
0: Yeah. When I took the hi- the hiatus or the break, I just call her break, so I can't say hiatus. Um. Those, uh, the first initial few days, it was like an addict because I was like trying to find something else to replace the habit that I've now taken away from my life. So I was going further into like reading my email, for instance, you know, or like going further, whatever. I was looking for something else to do to occupy the time. Well, one of the reasons I was doing it... Uh, my wife gets on to me all the time about this stuff, but cause I read stuff from like psychologists or whatever is saying that. And this might be, I don't know if this is an exact scientific term or whatever, but whatever they, it was like a dopamine detox. Yeah. Right. So there is something to it, which is basically try like for this week or these couple of weeks, you know, don't get on social media, don't play video games right don't don't do these things that are like i the term I hate but whatever hacks like dopamine hacks like you're you're essentially it's essentially like mental masturbation right yeah so so try not to allow yourself to get these um dopamine um hits from these things that don't don't exactly do anything for you right. So I was like, okay, I thought I thought that was reasonable, and then I did it. And but after a while, uh, I started replacing it with like, okay, instead of like you know dead doom scrolling where they call it dead scroll whatever through Instagram, I was like, oh well, then I'll just take this time to read an article that I'd been neglecting for. For a couple of weeks, now I'll sit and actually read. The, take the ten minutes it takes me to read an article. Like I'll go deeper into something rather than just consuming more of everything. It's yeah. consumed deeper into one thing, and like I, I don't know. Like I felt better after having you know. Every time I take a break, I feel much better, much calmer much every day I just feel better you know and uh I never I never regret it and then but then then the question is like well then why do you go back
1: I don't know yeah I don't know the answer to that either I'll say of um I definitely had my phases where I was just like doom scrolling and just ingesting all this bullshit all the time which I don't know if that's a reflection of social media or if it's a reflection on a lot of the people that I was following at the time, um, but I've definitely gotten more disciplined about it. Where uh, like, if it's not a if it's not like a, a picture of like photography or a guitar video, um, or if there's like too many words, like I just scroll right the fuck past it. Like, I, I just, if the first like three words aren't something solid, I'm moving on. I don't care. This is mm-hmm. um, it's incredibly selfish. I'm like, this does not serve me. It's not improving my quality of life. I'm gonna either move on or I'm just gonna. Close the app. I'm not going to deal with this today or ever. Um, and there's, I mean, that's the majority of my following is musicians. Um, and usually if it's words in a post, I'm not reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's something short, like I can read it in the time my hand is scrolling by it. Sure. Um, or if you can tell it's something important or it's a good message or whatever. Sure, I'll check it out. But if it starts off like, I can't stand it when, nah, dog. I don't give a shit, bro. I don't fucking care. Right. Um, and it's, it's just this. It's like this fucking typed sounding board um, where people just air out all their bullshit. Like, yeah. God, I don't even know what the word for it is. Like, is it is it class? I don't know if it's classy or um, tactful. But like, I, I personally, I can't imagine getting on Facebook being like oh, this, this day sucks, I'm having the worst time ever, nobody even seems to care. Yeah, dog, you're typing it into a fucking app. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. People are going to fucking like it, and they're going to heart it, and be like, oh, I'm so, having such a bad day. They don't really fucking care. Yeah, I was drooling.
0: <laughs> they, really, they,
1: just, they just don't give a shit. Um, and it's it's you looking for acknowledgement, something to acknowledge your negative shit which everybody has negative shit for right. sure and i think maybe the issue is that uh, a lot of folks uh, maybe in my my age group um are not equipped with how to deal with this negative shit or they don't have a uh a group of people that they want to talk to about this or they don't realize they have a group they want to talk about to about these things but um you putting that shit out there, and someone being like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, you're having such a bad day." Here's two hearts and a thumbs up, and send them thoughts and prayers or whatever. That's also just instant gratification for them to feel like they did they did their justice to society, right. when it really you didn't do fuck all. Right? Um, which that's maybe that's incredibly abrasive, and um, that comment or those that hearts or that like, whatever, like maybe that really does improve your mood and correct your day. But that's also another problem, that you are relying on somebody you probably don't know, probably have never met, never heard their voice, never seen them in public, never shook hands, never had a beer, never broke bread, never had dinner with, whatever. Um, you're relying on somebody you don't know to fix you temporarily. right? Um, and that's, that's not a solution. That's not progress. That's not um, moving Upwards, it's just it's just staying where you are, and you're waiting for that little dose of dopamine to come through and save the day because um, you either don't know how to, or you're not willing to manage it yourself. Which that's just that's sad, and I'm sure that is how a lot of it is. Um, it is how a lot of it is. And that's probably the reality of the situation. Um, either not wanting to deal with it, wanting somebody to cosign your negative bullshit, or did I say not knowing how to deal with it? Yes. You know what I mean? It's, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's sad. And, uh, I wish it would be better, but you know, there's a lot of people in this world and nobody's perfect. I'm not fucking perfect. I've got shitty intrusive thoughts and negative thoughts regularly. I just don't put them out in the world. You know, I, I talk to my wife about these things. She's not around. I talk to my fucking dogs. You know what they're going to say? Feed me. They don't <laughs> care either, but I, you you got to get it out. Yeah. Or I play guitar or just listen to music. I read a book, uh, read a book to get away from my reality. I listen to somebody else's bullshit that's in a book. But at least I don't know if it's real.
0: Right. The, uh, this, the idea you talked about, um, you said especially your generation, because you're like in their early 30s. So yes. um this idea, like, even that you said before about people n- never not having something to do, right? The like this the I'm going to use a two dollar word, the ubiquity of.
1: Nah, man, that's a college word.
0: All right, I read it in a book. Or book a little. yeah, the fact that we you you've always had something to do, like with your hands and what with your mind. Yes, right. Um, and my even though I'm just a little bit older than you, right? So I'm, I'm almost forty. Um, there was a time when that wasn't the case. So, uh, excuse me. Yeah it's it's an, it's an interesting thing because I remember a time when I would sit in the car, for instance, and we 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 were driving to like all the way to. Uh, Florida. From I grew up in Atlanta, so we we go we drive down to West Palm Beach when I was a kid. I don't know, it was like eight hours or something like that, eight or ten hours. But I remember like half the time I just was like staring out the window, looking at the horizon go by. Yeah, you know?
1: um, and with me being a little younger, I was like I'm like a you know, thirty two years old. Um, my age group was on like the the cusp of like we still went outside and got fucking dirty and threw sticks at each other and then we got dial-up and AOL. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but still, you know, old enough and aware enough to remember, um, yeah, I traveled the country a lot, racing bikes when I was younger and um, it was just me and my dad in a truck, like a single cab truck. Bless you. Thank you. A single cab truck and I didn't have like, well, it was popular at the time, like a Game Boy. I didn't have that kind of thing. I looked at the fucking atlas Right I just looked at the atlas to see where shit was Or my dad was like I don't really know where I'm going to Help me out here He knew what the fuck he was doing But he taught me to read a map So I would just follow the atlas Like okay we're over here There's like Looks like mountains on our right side Okay look at the grid lines on the map the Train features okay, there's a mountains over there. We just passed this town, this next one is coming up, you know. Right. That's what I did when I was in the car, and I had nothing else to do. We didn't have um smartphones yet, and I didn't have a uh, Game Boys and stuff. I mean, my dad didn't really give a shit about that. I was like, You don't fucking need it. Look <laughs> at the Atlas, son, you know. Um, but so I get what you're saying, yeah. And uh, now it's like, um, I know people that have like 10 year old kids, and like that kid's had an iPad in front of them since. He got out of diapers Right Not earlier It's like uh, It's Man I know the I know the world's busy And I know uh, There's a, a Huge rate of single parents But it's like If your option To get your kid To give you a piece of, Like peace and quiet Is to hand it an iPad And then You get the payoff of that working So like kid's just always On the iPad Come on like, Yeah Kick that little shit outside That's aggressive Kick that kid outside You know Give him a fucking shovel And a bucket Bucket of water And go have a fucking ball Right uh, I don't know, man. It's.
0: I mean, I'm a I'm a parent, and I we the iPad thing is even for me is a constant. It's a, it's a constant battle, like for me, uh, because I don't want them to have it all the time. But then I know for other thing times it's used for, or they want it or whatever. So like, it's always something that I'm thinking about, like the balance and stuff, you know. Yeah. And it, 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 I read somewhere that boredom is a – nowadays, in 2023, boredom is a commodity. And I really like that
1: phrase. That's good.
0: Yeah. And uh, now I, I think it's important, but just like you were saying before, learning how to be bored, learning how to react to not liking what you're doing right now, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> this Man, if I ever told my father I was bored – He'd give me something to do, fast. Yeah, like it was like grab a bucket of screws and see how many are fucking in that damn thing. Right. Like just quit bitching and go do something. Right. Um. And but now, uh, I, I definitely am one of those typical people that doesn't like to sit still. Um, but instead of being bored, I'll just read or I'll just listen to an audiobook. Um, I can still just sit and be idle. Um, and I, I haven't done it in a while. I should probably get back to it. I used to med, I used to meditate and that was how I dealt with boredom. You just say, you know, this is forced boredom. just going to sit in silence for 20, 30 minutes. I don't know. Was it good? Was it bad? I don't know. It, I didn't really have a problem with doing it, but it was also kind of like, can I, can I, let me see if I can do this. Like, let me challenge myself to play the quiet game with myself, you know? Right, right. Like, you know, I'm sure every parent sits their kids play the quiet game.
0: Yeah, I do it all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, and. Again, I don't fucking have kids, um, so I am not an expert on this. I'm just talking about stuff I see and what I remember doing when I was younger. Um, before social media and the mindless scrolling of Facebook. And um, I remember before Facebook, it was MySpace.
0: Yeah, which, MySpace was the, was the shit.
1: Yeah, and there's that whole generation of people that's like, I learned how to code off MySpace. You learned how to copy and paste from somebody else's <laughs> HTML, whatever. <But> anyway... <laughs> um not to jump around too much even though it's still in the same realm of things uh the virtue signaling on facebook has got to be like my biggest pet peeve it's not the topics that people are virtue signaling about don't have a problem with those it's the uh the like incessant amount of people on their high horse bitching about whatever topic. Like, uh, well, the hot topic right now was, kind of died off, was uh, the new Harry Potter video game. Because J.K. Rowling said some anti-trans things at some point in time. Um, and I don't even know all the details of what she said. I didn't, I never invested enough energy into figuring out what she really said because it did, it did, it gave no worth to my day. It didn't provide anything for me. Like, maybe I should have been a little more sensitive and more aware, but I just, I ultimately... Yeah, it's. It wasn't worth my time, and it's not. Saying it's not worth anybody's time, I just can't relate to it. And man, I only got, I got the same twenty four hours as everybody else does. I can't sit around and look for things that piss me off about something that's not related to me whatsoever. I'm, I'm selfish. Spoke my time. It's incredibly selfish, and everybody needs to be. But. Like, if you buy this game, you're anti-trans, Doug. What? Like, you're supporting her. Hold on. You hear how fucking lazy that sounds. This game, you're... Right now, you just saw this Harry Potter game is coming out. You're fucking pissed off because the author, the creator of Harry Potter was anti-trans. So walk your happy ass down to, like, Universal Studios because she gets a paycheck from, like, every fucking ticket there. Walk your happy ass down there and fucking protest. You know, go fucking protest down her street. You're just picking the most convenient and the newest possible revenue stream. You're not like protesting the books. You're not burning books. You're not, you know, it's, fruit, what's in, a, it's like what's in vogue. Yeah, right, and all the virtue signaling on Facebook. All you're doing is getting other people to like sign and there's there's no fucking action. There's none. There's no action. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there that you know had a real fire lit under their ass about it and they tried to put up the good fight and like maybe had some petitions signed on change.org or something or they're educating people but just blanketing it blanketing it like if you buy this game you support you uh you're anti-trans you don't support the trans community that's like that's it that's 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 all i gotta do is not buy that game and you i've got your back that's all i gotta do right I don't have to respect you as a human being. I don't have to engage in conversation with you. I don't have to be friends with you. I don't have to go to dinner with you. I don't have to have a drink with you. Nothing. I just have to not buy that video game. Right. Um, Harry Potter's been around for a fucking long time. Right. Um, At this point, there's there's nothing you can do that's really going to harm that woman's way of life. Right. There's nothing like, aside from getting her thrown in jail for I don't know maybe she's committed a crime at some point. There's nothing you're gonna do you're just you're hanging on to something and continuing to be more negative and you're focusing on it and you're getting everybody else to focus on it as well it's just it's not productive man and um again like this is not like some anti-trans rhetoric it's just that was the hot topic right um and i see it happen in the metal world all the time where Somebody says the vocalist of whatever band did whatever thing to somebody they heard of. Um, And it's just like, cancel them, call their job, get them fired. Like, come on, man. Come on. Like, why don't you spread awareness for whatever topic was that person did? Like, if this person is absolutely guilty, yeah, sure. They deserve to have whatever punishment fits. But um, it's just, blasting on Facebook, it's just, I don't know, man. It's Maybe I'm just a little like old school or something. I just don't I don't find it to be productive. And again, in some cases it probably is productive, but it's it's never I won't say never. From what I usually see, it's not like clear and concise thought processes. Um it's not even worded well. It's just if you buy a Harry Potter game, you're a fucking loser and you hate trans people or if you listen to this band's album then you're a pedophile too. Like holy shit, my guy.
0: Right. What's well, very the whole idea polarizing. That's it, what it is. That's 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 the word I was going to use too. It's very polarizing. Um it's one-sided. It's accusational, one-sided. And then if you don't agree with me then fuck you, you know? Yes. You, there's no there's no room for any any kind of like thoughtful disagreement or there's no room for defense, or any of that, right? Yeah, in it's, which,
1: in some topics, it is completely black and white. If you don't like, oh, I don't know, like pedophiles, for example. If you support that shit, absolutely fuck you. Absolutely, absolutely. fuck you. Right. Um, but there's there's just some of the stuff out there that's so incredibly divisive. It it doesn't need to be at all. Um, and uh, I could go on for days about this stuff. And this. This topic was kind of why I started shying away from social media a little bit, and I started only like following photography pages or musicians right. and um, kind of weeding people out. And I, I don't know, at least once a week, I'll, uh, I'll see somebody blasting some rhetoric or their opinion, and it's completely hateful if you don't agree. I'm just like, okay, bye. I don't have to see your shit ever again. And it didn't really improve my quality of life. It's just one less dumb thing I got to read that day. Right. <laughs> You know, one thing that I,
0: I started doing uh, back in the day was whenever Facebook started being this, um, you know, you just have millions of little pulpits for everybody to get on their little their little it's a platform for the
1: world, right? You know, what I'm going to say, no, nope. no, go ahead. I'll, I'll get to it.
0: All right. Um, shit. What was I going to say?
1: Fuck. I interrupted you. Um, damn it. Pulpit. All the people all the people
0: and <laughs> all the people
1: I don't know if, what else was I going to say I was going to talk everybody gets on Facebook and there's yeah, all these certain pulpits for all, all the people ass-
0: oh okay so uh, one thing I, I, I noticed this about it I, I noticed this this eco chamber um, idea about it right and I noticed that because you, you get on certain people's pages and these people are all like my team's the best. You know what I mean? Like everything my team and everything about this other team sucks, right? It, a team can be, either be, you know, it, you can replace team with your political affiliation or your ideological affiliation yeah. or your religious or whatever, right? And then you have the other side that are the same, but they're they're just the opposite side of the coin, right? And it, like you're saying, each side is they' they're, they're creating more uh, momentum but within their side yes. right and it's also like the idea of resistance too because the the bigger and the the more scary this monster on one side that's being built and it's just emerging the the big the counter of that force is on the other side and it's also getting worse. That's where we get this polarization and like, you know, not to get into politics, but that, that's like the same reason why you would say like somebody that you would deem as a conservative like in 2023 is far different from somebody who was a conservative in 2003.
1: Well, yeah, the social environments drastically change pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, and, it, and it's, it's crazy. And sometimes it changes a good thing yeah absolutely no yeah it's true so one thing i when I was noticing about all these people because I have friends um like everybody, I have friends that are on both sides of the of the aisle there Same. about about everything so one thing because I didn't want to run into the idea of like siphoning myself into one side or the other, yeah, I purposely kept people as my friends so I could see both sides of these issues. Yeah. You know, to it's almost like when you are introducing uh probiotics like to yourself in order to like fortify yourself against like, you know, something. It's the same idea, but with your mind. And I, I, I did it and I, I mean I don't actually get on Facebook all that often now everyone's like going there like to the post stuff about the my writing or a podcast or something like that yeah or maybe i might look at pictures like from like my sister or some good friends or whatever but i really don't get on, get on there that much um but i always kept them on there because of because of those things and and even within uh twitter or instagram same thing like i i will keep both sides because I want to know what's going on on both sides.
1: Yeah, well, social media is now now it's treated as such a fucking news source. It's like the you, you don't know if you're informed or not if you're not fucking getting on there occasionally, and that's a whole other issue that people will read a status update from somebody and they will take it as if it's like
0: the world news, right? And
1: it's usually well, it's just the ramblings of a madman. All
0: right, so yeah, so look, look at look at it that way, right? You can look at a tweet from some asshole anywhere that that talks about an issue, right? You can, and it's, you, everybody has a hundred, maybe it's more now because I don't know, but everybody has a hundred and forty characters to, to tweet about whatever it is they're talking about, right? Right. But then, so does the you know New York Times or the Wall Street Journal, right? Yeah. They all have a hundred and forty characters to say whatever they want to say about whatever they want to say, right? Yep. But you as a human who's reading that, you're putting a value to the writer, whoever that is, you, you, automatically, even if it's an unknown, you're you're putting a value subconsciously to it. So even with how you feel about New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or all, whatever, right? You know, Bill from Hickson or whatever, right? You're putting a value, value to that. But a lot of times, just like you were saying before, your mind... Subconsciously, it's, it's going to influence it one way or another. So, w- whatever you are intaking there,
1: it's it's no different than a fucking diet. If you only put in bad shit, that's all you're gonna have. Yeah, you have to put in good shit. Yeah, that's where the cat videos and the dog videos come into play. And uh, oh, well, there's there's a page the uh, the dodo where it's always like these like crazy redemptions of animals and people just doing amazing things like. Uh, there was one a couple years ago of a lady that, like, shows up to an area that's a known, like, dog dumping area where people just drop off dogs and let them go, and she just hung out there and took everyone she saw and rehabilitated. I'm like, that's... It starts off putting in bad shit, then it turns into faith in humanity restored. Right. It goes in what you <laughs> said, said
0: before, too. There's absolute good things that have come from it, and that yeah. that come from it every day.
1: Absolutely. Um, One of the, like... The most obvious ones is like GoFundmes. Uh, I've seen people go through like absolute hell and be in a horrendous situation, like where they, uh, they don't have insurance by just purely by their employer being a piece of shit or something, um, or they incur an astronomical hospital bill that like there's no way they're going to be able to afford it, and they're going to be in debt up to their eyeballs. They start a GoFundme page, and like. Sometimes it's like within minutes they hit that mark. It's like, fuck, that's amazing. Yeah. Um and there's then there's the ones that are they're kind of funny but they're amazing. Like when uh the, the Ukraine Russia thing kicked off, there was a a a model in Ukraine that started an OnlyFans page and all the money she was making from, you know, selling her nudes was going to like relief societies for Ukrainians for, you know, food and water and shelter and I was like That's wild But it's also Incredible Yeah Like this girl Is probably like What can I do To make money For my people My town My family Where I live Obviously I'm not working Our town's getting bombed I still have a cell phone I'm gonna be resourceful Whether you agree With the OnlyFans thing or not Doesn't really matter But she was just like I'm gonna take some pictures Of myself And I'm gonna Make some loot off of them And turn that money Into something positive Like that's a That's a wild example, but it happened.
0: (laughs) And that's like, shit, that's amazing. You just reminded me too. Another wild example. Wasn't there like a, there was some like blackout in Kiev and people were were tweeting or something about it. And Elon Musk was like, okay, well, let me finagle these satellites and point them towards you. Yeah. Like that was done with social media, right? Very
1: cool. Yeah, absolutely. That's, um, that's, that's where the, the good things and product, there's product, productivity in social media. Absolutely. And there can be uh, – it's wild that we're at a point in the world where like an emergency can be fixed by social media. But that's like using it the right way. Yeah. Um, getting on there to talk about like how much your girlfriend pissed you off. Like that ain't productive. Nobody fucking cares, dude. Go talk to her. Sort that shit out. Or yeah. uh,
0: or, t- or taking a picture of your your BLT that you cooked. You know what I mean? And being like, hey, hey, Dinner hey, time. hey, hey
1: friendly fire, <laughs> which I don't, I don't do that anymore. I used to do that. Um, I did too, man. I did it. uh but we, but we all have our own
0: growth and maturity process, even within social media. Absolutely.
1: Whenever I see the jokes, we like, oh, you're just taking pictures of your food. I'm like, fuck you, buddy. I like food and it's not harming you. It's not harming anybody. <laughs> It's not negative. It's not ruining anything. If you're hung up on the fact that someone's taking pictures of food, you got some soul searching to do, my guy.
0: Yeah, it's, that's true. Yeah. I mean, like.
1: All right. All right and I mean, that I, in my heart. You totally, I, you, I can totally get opinionated. I'm like, you're scrolling through. I'm like, yep, that's a biscuit and one fried egg. Fucking good for you, big yeah. dog. And then, like, two weeks ago, I not literally two weeks ago, but then, like, right after I say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, last week I posted a picture of a steak, a salad, and some shrimp. As if that's more valuable than right. the other one. But it's it's not like it, it didn't change the way I pay my bills. It didn't ruin my home life. It ultimately whatever. Yeah. And you're not you're not just putting out bad bullshit vibes and it's not hateful. You're not being divisive. It's a picture of some fucking food. Like party on big dog. Party on All right, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. You can get annoyed with seeing it, like a fuck. I'm so looking, tired of looking at fucking BLTs. Like, make a goddamn club sandwich today. I don't know.
0: Oh, was like everything though. You can just be like, next.
1: Yeah, it's like that. Uh, that like comic drawing that was going around. It goes around regularly. It's like the, uh, it's like the stick figures, and then one of them is holding the balloon, and he's floating in the air. And it's like, uh, Tim sees something on Facebook he doesn't like, and keeps scrolling. Be like Tim. Yeah. yeah. Like. Fair, fair. Yeah. Which that's that's what I usually try to do. And sometimes I get some of the times the negativity I get wrapped up in there is it's not um it's not insidious, it's not uh like purposely like hurtful or hateful. Um I'm not gonna use names, but um I saw recently uh, a friend I knew was diagnosed with a form of cancer and it required surgery to remove it. And I was like, Oh fuck. This is terrible. Like this is this is a solid guy. Like um, he's adopted children because um, there's some infertility issues somewhere. So instead of since they can't have their own, they've adopted kids. And like he's a um, he's a firefighter. Like those are the, kind of the best people. Yeah, those are people you want on your team. I was like, oh man, this fucking sucks. Um, started a GoFundMe page, made a butt ton of money right away. Because fire firefighters don't have the best benefits, not usually. Um, then. You know, a couple days later, bang, successful surgery, fucking cancer free. Doctors told him he might not be able to uh, sing. He's a singer. He told him he might not be able to sing again. Fucking few days after leaving the hospital, he's playing guitar and singing a song with his daughter. Like, all right, that that got cool real fast. Yeah. Um, and then I, um, I was hospitalized a few years ago and had a really gnarly surgery and it it put me down for months. But at the same time, I had another friend that was in the hospital from a motorcycle accident and like like mortally wounded. Um, like had to be completely stable at like both of his legs and his hips had to be completely stabilized. Um, he had a, a incision on his stomach, similar to mine, but way fucking bigger. Like mine's from like my belt to like blow my sternum. His like damn near to his collarbone mm-hmm. and it wasn't even from surgery. It was, it happened from the accident. Like it just got all ripped up. Anyway, he posted stuff about his recovery and the process all the time. Um, but it wasn't hateful. It wasn't hurtful. It wasn't. I don't know if it was maybe it was productive from an educational standpoint, but it wasn't unproductive. And that's that's still negativity, but that's like it's almost like risk management that I mentioned last time. It's that's an acceptable negativity, or that you could deem it acceptable and you will ingest that because it's somebody you know, someone you care about. Maybe it's educational. You want to see how this person's doing. You know, oh, they posted again. Still alive. This has been a hairy surgery. Like, yeah. But it's not just the, you know, the girlfriend hate talk or the the server at Applebee's brought you a fucking dry martini and you wanted a bloody mary and they shouldn't get fucking tips because they're whatever. Like, that shit's insane, man. And the, well. That's that I, I could go down a rabbit hole, the whole service industry thing. The uh,
0: I got on Twitter. I guess I was on there for a while, and then I got off. Uh, and then within the past year, I guess I, I recently got back on, and and I would always hear uh, from a lot of people, and you'd see the stuff on the news, or I'd hear, I'd hear from friends stuff about Twitter just being like just this cesspool of. Of just negativity, right, like there was you you break down the physical like like you were saying before, you're not in front of people, right you're doing stuff in cyberspace so people can say whatever the hell they want they think they can say whatever the hell they want to say, right yep, um, like it runs of the Mike tyson thing that he did like like months ago, where the, the guy was like heckling him on a plane, so he just like the shit out of some guy. Yeah. yeah. And he said something about, he's like, people forget, something about, people forget nowadays that if you're going to talk shit, you can get punched in the face. Yeah. Or, so he said some, something yep. in, along those lines. Yep. But social media, I think, does that uh, a lot to people too. Like they, you know, it, it morphs how you think that you can communicate with people. You know what I mean? So you can be nasty and you could say the craziest shit to people. And you think that there's going to be no repercussions or whatever. Just buy whatever the hell you want to say. And you got kids that say the craziest shit and then the, the, oh, like the a,
1: nastiest shit. Like a Call of Duty lobby while you're yeah. waiting for the game to start? <laughs> Which there's Christ. a side of me that's, that
0: thinks it's hilarious, right? Yeah, for sure. But then, you know, I'm also a dad. I have a, you know, I have a, a basically a teenager kid too. And I see that too. and It's, it's scary as shit, right? Anyway, with Twitter... Um, and I think it's the same with Instagram too, uh, for me at least. It, it just goes into what you're saying. I'm able to curate what it is that I'm seeing. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, uh, and it, sometimes I don't because other things come in or whatever. But um, I think that like s- kind of sitting back and like being aware of what what you're following, who you're following, what you're reading, why you're reading. Yeah. Those things are important and to like maybe keep your follows to a minimum um, and then only pay attention to shit that's either helpful or entertaining to you, right? Or educational. Yeah. And that's it. And, and honestly, my, my personal experience with Twitter is it's either educational or informative or funny. For, for me, yeah. all the pages that I follow, dude, I could give two shits about all the negative stuff. I, I, don't, I don't even – if you look at my feed, I don't – honestly, I don't even see negative stuff on – it's not on there.
1: I, uh, I went back to Twitter like two years ago and I only use it uh, from like August to February. Which is football season?
0: Uh,
1: uh, it's the only time I use Twitter, um, it, because it's I can't get into a football conversation with you because
0: no, 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 we're doing. We'll, I'll do the whole. What are you, grown ass man, watching another? You know, yeah, I mean, I'm, it, I'm like you,
1: asshole. like you did in that podcast yeah. with uh, your buddy with Brian. Brian. Yeah, yeah. which uh, it was funny at first. <laughs> I was like, whoa, man! And now I was like, shots you know fired. What? Um, but like, it, it's I look, I use Twitter. Through the, that specific time period every year, and I always forget my login information. I usually just have to create new accounts I right. forgot what it was, because I don't use it from February till September or August. Um, but there it's like it is like in real time rapid fire updates. So like the only things I followed were, you know, uh, comment, commentators or media outlets for that specific football team, uh, or hockey. Which I I now that we live in live in Europe I don't watch hockey at all. It comes on way too often, and I can I can't stay up until four in the morning and every day of the week. Right, um, I can't do that. But it's rapid fire. Like if I looked away for two seconds to like get a beer, and I missed something. I could open Twitter, and there'd be sixty people telling me what the fuck I missed. Right, um, it's great, it's fantastic. Uh, and then football season's over, or my team's not in the playoffs. I stop using it. I don't care anymore. Um, but that's. The only thing I use it for,
0: right?
1: Um, so I don't. I used it a lot when I was younger, and it was usually like, uh, it was band stuff, music stuff. I was tweeting the fucking lyrics or pictures or videos from concerts and whatnot. Um, or I followed people from bands that you know I thought were cool, or the bands are good. Um, so I really have no idea what Twitter's like now. I can fucking imagine because I still see Instagram and Facebook. I'm sure it's just the, it's the same fucking cesspool but with more broken sentences due to the character limit.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's true. But it just goes into who who do you follow? Why do you follow? Yeah. Who do you pay attention to? What do you pay attention to? Why do you pay attention to what you pay attention to? Like your your reality is only going to be what it is that you that you pay attention to. Yes. You know?
1: Which I'm about to go way off the fucking rails here. Um this is a, a pretty extreme thought with Facebook, how are there not more cults? Like I'm sure uh, they're, I'm sure they
0: have their private groups, I don't know.
1: Maybe, but how are there not more cults gaining traction like uh the Waco guy Thresh, David Thresh? K- Koresh. Koresh. David Koresh. Cuz like ultimately Facebook is a platform to the world for everybody to buy into your bullshit a lot easier. Like the the cults before they had to go out and they had to have like recruiting campaigns and go door to door and give you pamphlets and sell you girl scout cookies and all that shit. It's like you can do it so much easier now on Facebook. Uh, Like think of the, think of the biggest fucking idiot, you know, okay, that guy has a platform to the entire world. For people to subscribe to his bullshit and just keep creating more fucking idiots, which that's abrasive as shit. I know, but that's kind of how I look at Facebook. It's just, it's just a big fucking megaphone that anybody in the world has an opportunity to hear or read, and they can subscribe to your bullshit,
0: and it just feeds
1: the monster. Yes, you know, like I'm sure people think my stuff's dumb, even though I like I don't share personal stuff ever. I used to until I got into the field I work in. Now I'm like a little nutty about it. Um, pictures, guitar stuff, brain pictures of dogs. I I think I rarely even post anything that has words in it unless it's associated to like a YouTube video or it's the settings I used on my camera for a photo. Um, Which is fine. But I'm sure somebody out there. Is like this motherfucker, who does he think he is? Fucking playing guitar, a beat photographer. Fuck him. There's always gonna be that. You you've you've seen always. that. Yeah, you've
0: seen that that other strip, uh, the comic strip, not stripper. Uh, stripper. Like where it'll be like a, the picture of like um, there's like a guy w- walking his horse, and his wife is like sitting on the horse. And there's two guys off to the side. And then the first panel is like, oh, look at that woman. She's just relaxing on the horse. And, and that guy's tired all day. She should be – she should be uh, – uh, Yeah. Let, you know,
1: It's so easy to misinterpret yeah. shit on Facebook, which – sorry, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: And so obviously – so the next panel is the same exact picture. But then you got two other assholes that are like, oh, look at him. He's forcing his wife to come with – you know what I mean? It – that's what it, everybody's got to comment. Yep, about something. And yeah, yep. even though you post, uh, you know, uh, guitar stuff or like your photos, there's always gonna be some you can, dickwad
1: out there. And it's gonna, it's so easy to like. You could say just about anything and start a fucking dumpster fire and see like yeah, it's like you can do a social experiment. Like uh, I've I've seen it happen where somebody like takes a selfie of themselves putting money in a homeless guy's cup that's there's so many things fundamentally wrong with that like right. is that the only way people you'd think that people will only see that you're a good person if you document yourself doing something in the midst of this guy's sorrow and his unfortunate situation but the comment threads on those insane yeah. they can be it, like like, oh, you're such a nice guy, your parents raised you right, you're helping the homeless. Then there's the oh, of course you're virtue signaling, you gotta show yourself doing it. You couldn't just fucking do it in peace. Then somebody else is like, I make minimum wage. How come you're not giving me money? Like, yeah. like it's just like, wow. Like you get people from like every corner of the world shitting shitting on that. Why? Yes. Yeah. And like the the sense of or the false sense of entitlement people get from Facebook, and it's probably just the whole Being disconnected in cyberspace, not being face to face, not worrying about getting punched in the face, or not worrying about somebody lashing out at you, where you don't have an option to just block them or delete them because you you can't do that in real life. You can't just be like "Mm, unfriended.
0: What the fuck? Right. Yeah, you Um, have to deal with real emotions. Yeah, um, which I think that's
1: fucking up a lot of people. And I see like young folks at work that like you can barely have a fucking conversation with them, but then if you see their Facebook, like they got a lot of shit to say. Um. What was my point? What was my point? Man, I, f- I fucking lost it. I was on a roll. I was on a roll. The false sense of entitlement. Um, you can post fucking anything, say anything you want, and yes, it's uh, that's one of the consequences of posting things on a public forum or a forum that you're allowing other people to see that is yours. Um, but like, I see it in uh, photography groups all the time. Like, I'm in a photography group. It's called like. Photography for beginners. Um and somebody will post a picture and it's like immediately someone's just ripping it to fucking shreds. It's like, whoa, whoa. And it usually and often it's about something that the photographer had no control over. Like it would be like a a, a photo of like um like an engagement engagement photos. And somebody was like, Why is he wearing an orange shirt and she's wearing a blue one? It was a fucking surprise dick bag. Like, what? That's that's what you're mad about? Or Men should never have on hats and engagement photos like check it out, big dog. Not everybody lives the same way you do like, right It's just they will just fucking like belittle and degrade over stuff that like was the customer's choice it's a photography group like it's for photography for beginners you're there you're fucking clearly based on name you're there to fucking learn something. you're not there to just get your shit kicked in all day like it's just it's people just think they're so fucking entitled to ruin your day, and there's no there's no consequences, which there doesn't need to be consequences. I don't think you should just be, like, running around punching people in the fucking mouth. I do think not enough people in this world have been punched in the mouth. I, I do think that's a problem. Those things should get fucking handed out in grade school. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking, like, I'm here for gym class. <laughs> like, cool. I, you'll remember this. You just learned something, but...
0: But those 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 differences though between what you what you can do, who you can be in cyberspace versus who you are in reality, that's that's another that's a huge that goes along right here what we're saying. You know what I mean? Like it absolutely
1: influences who you are and desensitizes the shit out of people.
0: Yeah, and it makes people you know it. You can literally live your life a human being now as soon as you turn 18 or maybe even 16 whatever. You can literally live a live a life nowadays where you do not ever have to interact with a real human to survive. Yep. And the way that we have evolved over time that's another reason we it always goes back to mental health. That's, a, that's another huge reason for like a mental health crisis, right? The way that we've, we've evolved over time, we evolved to, to be in small groups,
1: right? Well, humans are social creatures. Why yeah. do you think everything was started off in villages? Because right. it takes a village. Yeah. Like it, we're not... We are not uh, I mean, you can be independent in some aspects, but hum- humans are not independent creatures. If we were... There wouldn't be very many humans.
0: We're interdependent. We're, yes. We're oh, you're independent. I'm independent. But for some things, we're dependent upon each other. Yes. But we're both independent entities, yep. right? But social media and the internet and, all, and everything has has made it, and just the way technology is, is made it to where people can you can, dude, you can in the states you can order your food, uh, Uber Eats, or even have somebody bring your groceries to you. You can order anything you want to online. Yeah. You can be whoever you want to be online. Lo- <gasps> excuse me, online. You never have to see in real life another human being again. And that is a huge issue because a lot of kids, I uh, mean you know, I said I, I have kids, but you'll see a lot of young people and even people like you uh, at work, right? So people that are like 18, 20 years old that just sit in their room and Play video games all day,
1: or uh, it it drives me fucking nuts. Um, you walk past, I don't know. From the time I walk from my car to my office in the morning, I probably walk past fifteen people. Usually, it's like who's fucking stare at their phone at six thirty in the morning? All of them. You're usually glued to their fucking phone. I've been like, I'm not one of those dicks that's not going to step out of your way if you're not paying attention, but like, um. You could easily just you could just shoulder check everybody you walk past because they're not fucking paying attention. Right. Um which that was, became a know when Pokemon Go got really popular? Yeah. And people kept getting hit by fucking cars chasing Pokemons or staring at their phone walking <laughs> across the street. It's, it's insane. Um and like it's from a you know, a security standpoint, that's that's shit shit situational awareness. Like I I don't I don't like looking at my phone walking around. Um you don't know what's in fucking fun of you to your left, to your right, behind you. Um you're just not you're just not paying attention and you're and you're missing out on life. Like uh I do the same walk like every fucking morning because there's no parking where you work. Um and I'm always like, damn, that mountain looks dope today. Looks the same way it did yesterday. Oh, there's birds flying today, other than the other birds flying, right. making all fucking noise. <laughs> right. Um like it just that's that's the start of your day. Yeah. Like be present, be aware. When you're out and about, not like glued to your desk where you're staring at a computer or staring at a fucking technical manual or blueprints or whatever the fuck it is you do for your job, like be present and be involved. Um, socialize with people, talk to them. Like, I have a lot of young folks in my work. It drives me nuts. I, I walk into their fucking office sometimes. They all work in one big room. And like I can just stand in the doorway and like nobody even fucking knows you're sitting there. Nobody even knows you're staying there. Because they're all glued to their fucking phones. Oh, the dog's awake it's It's a strange way to live, but it's uh I think the i f- I feel like my generation is the the last probably the last group of people that can survive without having to be glo- glued to their you know pocket sized computer looking at everybody else's shit all the time um it's just, it's kind of sad.
0: You see, you will see. Uh, I, I rest, obviously I saw this somewhere. Um, the um, the trend of, that has a positive positive correlation between an increase in n- mental health and the inception of the iPhone. Oh yeah, it's they go. Hand in hand, you know, and there's a lot of other things that that go in there too. But it's it's this it's it has to do, it's a direct correlation
1: with that. And you know who the you know who the fucking happiest person in this country probably is? Some fucking guy
0: who lives I it's the, some guy lives in like remote Alaska where there's no
1: I, I saw gonna, there was like I was a, gonna say the the Shepherd on the road to work.
0: Same thing. Yeah, all right.
1: Yeah. He doesn't fucking have a phone. He just <laughs> he walks around with his big ass fucking stick to yoke up sheep all day yep. and whistles and yells at him. That dude's probably happy as fuck.
0: I saw this documentary, dude. Uh it was called like the happiest man in the world or something. And these guys, these these this these journalists had to take like two airplanes to meet some guy that lives in this remote part of Alaska. He, like, lives there as a white dude. He has, like, an Eskimo wife. Like, they've they've had, like, ten children, but, like, eight of them died because of a cold winter there. Jesus. And, like, every day, the only thing he does is go out and, and trap animals and then, you know, go ice fishing. And then all this, like, this is all that they do out there. You know what I mean? But that guy and his wife are happy as shit. Like, and it kind of goes into, it kind of goes into this idea of, uh, I don't know. I know we're talking about social media, but kind of goes into this idea of like progress. Like like what is human progress? You know what I mean? Because nowadays we have the the realization that what am I going to do with my free time today? Right. Because of the way the world is. But people, uh, 2,000, 3,000, whatever, years ago, even more than that.
1: All they had to do was survive. That's it. That's it. They
0: just, they, what, do you, what do you do? Walk around, let's find something to eat, let's find something to have sex with, uh, let's survive, let's, oh, it's going to storm, let's find some shelter. Yeah. And then, oh, let's not get eaten by this thing. And then... The next day, it's the same thing. And then they had to like stare at the stars and make up stories, and that's where that's where astrology came from. You know what I mean? Yes. For, that came out of boredom. Then they create stories. They do. This, they draw. They do all this stuff because they were bored
1: to shit. And and now you uh and like people were hardy, had to be. Yeah. Um, like my my father was a. He was a pretty aggressive guy, um, like you know, a man's man, like just a fucking hard ass. All work, no play, right? Because he grew up in the sixties. It was a lot, it was a lot more that way, right. um, and now you meet any tw- twenty five year old twenty five year old, and it's like, hey, how are you And like, I have anxiety. What? I said hi. I don't know how to talk to people. The fuck out of here.
0: Well, talk to people. You know, and, uh, you that's
1: know. another huge thing that uh, with social media and the trends like it's i've stopped looking for things looking at things like this and every time i see somebody ranting about it i fucking just get rid of them i don't want to i'm not not going to you know subscribe to their bullshit but it was um it got so popular to be depressed and to have anxiety and to be suicidal like these things aren't fucking cool why is it turning into a trend like yeah the, the more sad you are the cooler you are Fuck off! That, yeah. that shit's not cool. That's just not. Yeah. Um, and uh, not gonna go too dark, but um, like having, I just I just feel like it's bullshit. And it's it's attention seeking. Maybe it's not, but um, like I had a, a great friend in high school. Uh, killed himself, and it was like, it was a like shock wave through the entire town. Everybody knew who he was. Everybody knew his parents. He was in, like insanely on the outside. Happy kid, always making jokes, always in a good mood. Like I'm not like saying this after the fact. This kid was a fucking goofball, uh, just a riot. Um, never seen me in a bad mood. Fucking out of the blue, killed himself. He wasn't running around like I have. I have anxiety. I'm depressed. It's and it's. I, I hear it all the time now. Like oh, I have anxiety from what? Because you close yourself off from the world, and the only time you interact with any other human that you think is on the other side of Facebook. It's, it's, it's insane. It's just, and you know, working in the communicac- communications world, the communication is the most important thing in the world and social media should be a form of communication, but there's not a whole lot of communicating going on there. Yeah, yeah. Not really.
0: Right.
1: Um, it's just, you know, we went from, uh, you know, being able to send a message with the fucking smoke signal, um, three mountains away, so a village knew what was coming. To, I have anxiety. <laughs> I'm sad. There's this. I forgot mayo for my biscuit. I'm sad. What the fuck?
0: There's this. Uh,
1: Go outside, goddammit. it. Like, there's this
0: quote that I want to. I want to. I want to pull up here because I, I, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to fuck it up. Um. There is a... Okay, so I think about this quote a lot, and I probably post it a lot too, and I've said it, I've I've definitely uh, written, maybe written a little bit about it, but I no shit think about this a lot, and it goes exactly what it is, what you're saying, and what I'm saying here too. So the quote is by Viktor Frankl. Do you know, you ever
1: heard of him? I've heard the name. All right,
0: so he was a psychologist and psychiatrist in like World War II. He was an Austrian Jew, you know, where this is going. And, uh, you know, his parents died under Nazi rule. He saw his wife, he, uh, I think he saw his wife die or something like in a concentration camp. He was in multiple concentration camps. But when he when he went into uh, the concentration camps, because he was a, a psychologist, but also kind of a, philosopher a little bit, he was like, all right, I'm going to try to observe this from an outside perspective as things are happening to me, you know, so I can just sort of like study this. Right. So he was, he created a, he created a, a good outcome for himself out of a bad situation, yeah, you know, which is a really amazing thing to think of, especially what, what they had went through. Right. So he wrote this book called man's search for meaning and I know it sounds like very like cat poster-y, like motivational, right? It was it was a book that documented exactly what like the story that I'm talking about, right? It, it documented all this stuff. But here's the quote: This is um, obviously from the book, um, but he says, "What a man actually needs is not a tensionless state, but rather the striving and struggling for some goal worthy of him." What he needs is not the discharge of tension at any cost, but the call of a potential meaning waiting to be fulfilled by him. And that's 100% exactly what you're saying. The The fact that we are, we don't have to go fight for our food. We have all of our necessities taken care of. You know what I mean? What people, what we, and I say this about myself as well, uh, lack a, a lot. I'd say for the most part, is this sense of like purpose. Because back in the day, they didn't have, they didn't have the luxury to think about what was purpose. Because their purpose was to survive. Yeah. Right. So this whole idea of like what's per- I probably didn't even have the fucking word, you know but because of our situation like we do so um maybe this is a tangent i don't know that i think this goes exactly what we're saying what we're talking about it goes in with like social media and like you know all this stuff but it it goes in what you're saying these people they just it's like what the other thing from uh, Albert Camus, where it's the the myth of Sisyphus, where they're just like every day you're just like rolling the boulder up the hill, yeah, and then, the, then at the end of the day it's gonna roll back down and chase you down. Yep, that's what it is, right? People don't find inherent meaning in what they're doing because they're not being they're not challenging themselves.
1: And everybody's purpose is, I mean, people have similar purposes, but for the most part, everybody's is different. Yes. Um, Like there's some endeavors that to you and I we might think it's pointless and a waste of time. But if if you know who you are, or you're in the process of figuring out who you are, um, that's fantastic for one. But I I mean, you could I I tend to be a little bit of a nihilist. Um I mean I work hard, I set ridiculous goals and I haven't set a goal yet. I have not been able to just Fucking annihilate. Um, and I think it's to avoid the nihilism, because ultimately, like, um, my, my, I don't really know what my. I don't really know what my purpose is. Uh, I like being around people, and I like talking, and I like communicating. I like doing a good job at what I'm doing because I know that it, it takes every cog in the machine is important. Um, and I like being a part of something, but. I don't have like a purpose to be like I don't know the next Nobel Prize winner or the next inventor or the best pizza cooker whatever <laughs> you know I just but it would be a lot harder to accept that if I didn't know who I was as a person and um like if if who you are as a person is you want to be in a bikini on a 10 million dollar yacht fucking send it bro right but uh, there's that goes into a whole other world of like the comparison thing. If you only want to do that because somebody you see on Instagram is doing that, who they probably just rented it for the day, or it's their grandfather's yeah, yeah. yacht, yeah, yeah. and they're just like, yep, yep. that's if that's not if you want to do that because somebody else is doing it, that's no good. That does no good. Agreed. Um, if you are like inspired at a on a massive level because of something someone else is doing. Cool, but if you're just doing it to be I don't know, uh popular or liked by other people or to at least give off the perception that you are doing well, I just I just think that's that's the bad move and you're going to you're going to wake up 70 years old like I spent 30 years trying to take a picture of myself on a yacht in a bikini, which There's there's really nothing wrong with that, but it's just, I just, there's not a lot of depth there, which uh, some people just aren't, some people just don't have that depth. Some people just, I don't know if they're emotionally aware to even think about it. Um,
0: And maybe those people were the lucky ones.
1: Fucking seriously. Um, (laughs) Me and, me and, me and Steph, my wife, we get in some of the most insane conversations and it's usually like at a ridiculous hour. I know I've got to be to work in three hours and, um, but it's, I, I I like the deep stuff, the huge meanings, the big emotions. Uh, I, I I don't even think I envy it. I can't imagine just being like a blob of flesh and blown, bones that just kind of roams around and like doesn't think on a deep level about anything or doesn't have a purpose of just kind of going through the motions. Like with like the nihilistic theme like what? what's the, any of this really matter what's the fucking point of any of it right. um like you're here you might be you might exist against your own free will you didn't choose to be here right. nobody did right but uh, why don't you just make good use of your time yeah make good of it yeah yeah like make it worthwhile um and I I can honestly say that I didn't start thinking that way until I was probably 25 26 mm. um before, I was for sure just going through the fucking motions. I had things I was passionate about and you know, things that set my world on fire. But outside of that, I was just kind of like, what the fuck am I here for? So maybe it, maybe it comes with the age. I don't know. I, know. I know some folks that are the same age as me that are complete idiots. And I'm just like, what are you doing? There's
0: always going to be people that are complete
1: idiots. Yes, absolutely. And some would say that it takes all types to make the world go around. It's true. Is it? I think some people are unnecessary. I mean, all right. So, what do we do with those people? Well, most of them are on death row. Okay, <laughs> fair, fair point.
0: So, I was—I was just saying. I was like, we're like, not talking where about where is the, this? Where is this? We're, going? we're not talking about the fry cook at McDonald's because for me, they have a purpose because I like their oh, fucking man, fries. That's
1: that you see that shit on social media too, where, like people are—you know—they're in their own fucking mind and they're uh, badgering themselves over what their job is. Like one. If you ain't proud of it, don't you maybe just don't put it out there. Yeah. Just work on it yourself. But like or a dog and people because of what they do for a living. If you think about the where we work, it is a very small detachment of a much larger community. Right. If everything wasn't required, it wouldn't fucking be there. Um like good point. Um the cleaning people on the base, they're required. Yeah. They're absolutely required. The time they spend cleaning is time somebody in a um, more essential job duty doesn't have to spend time doing that. Um, and the uh, carpenter is just as valuable as the CEO. The electrician is just as valuable as the person that cooks in the cafeteria. Every single person is required. Maybe it's not what you. Maybe you thought you were gonna invent the next Tesla, but right now you're flipping burgers. Be proud. At least you are capable of doing that. Right. You have you know all of your mental and physical faculties about you. Even if you don't, you're still capable of doing that. You're something you're doing is supporting. We ah we talked about this before. I asked you like how many people do you think it takes to make a T-shirt? Yeah, I don't know. Was that on our first podcast?
0: I don't. I don't. Know if we talked about that on a podcast or if we talked about that
1: just I, in conversation? Yeah. So like, if you if you think your job's not important, how many people do you think it takes to make a T-shirt? Yeah. Like, what do you think? Take a guess. Oh, I already gave you the answer. Right. A shitload. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you got to have the guy that sources the material and the guy that cleans the material. The yeah. Guy that arranges the material the guy did the design the guy that operates the machine or the handheld device he used to cut it and to measure it and to trim it and then the guy that puts the label on it the guy that puts the tag on it like then you have the quality control that the person that checks the sleeve measurements and the torso measurements and, and the, the shipping
0: necker. all the shipping that's involved with all this yeah. and the and raw material goes, processing and this
1: goes through multiple multiple entities and companies like uh, like you see on a shirt tag says made in China okay it probably touched twenty thousand sets of hands before it got to yeah. you. Um, it wasn't just made by one person. Is right. um, that company in China? Maybe they make the tag. That's it. Another factory, you know, cuts the shirt.
0: And don't forget the people that have to maintain the factory equipment.
1: Exactly. Or the
0: people that so created the factory that,
1: equipment. That statement right there is uh, where people are like, robots are taking the jobs there's no, always there is always going to be a need for human intervention yeah. even if say every job which is impossible but just hear me if every job became uh, automated that there was a robot doing that job you're still gonna need somebody that's gonna fucking grease the gears replace the gears operate the machine that cuts the gears um cleans cleans it, does its annual service, if it's connected to the internet, you're going to need the guy that does the stigs, the uh, software upgrades, the patches, the vulnerability checks. That's like 40 fucking jobs right there for one machine. You're, you're, the Human invention is always going to be required. Always. Unless humanity ceases to exist, and then there would be no purpose for the machines. It's, it's you, a cycle. It's yeah it it's one
0: of those things that you'd see on like a cat poster again like I bring that up what but,
1: but it's true is that
0: it's literally true that everybody and everything is literally connected, yeah like on a on a pretty incredible level
1: yeah think of uh the entrepreneur the the guy that works for himself, he owns a company, he is his only employee, he's still even outside of customers, he is still relying on somebody else. Because if he's got his own business, people know about it because of marketing, probably a website, some form of social media. Somebody he didn't build that website from scratch. Somebody like created that space for there to be a um, domain yeah. that exists on a server somewhere. Somebody's maintaining that server. Yeah. You know that. I mean, I, I applaud people who work for themselves, solely by themselves, and they make a great living. But they couldn't do it without other human intervention. Yeah, Every, it, everything's fucking connected, and people are more alike than they even realize they are. It's true. And again, everyone's important. It takes a village, always. Always. Always.
0: Yeah, there's never... There's not, there's not this soul... Everybody has this, like a lone cowboy, and he's gonna, he's gonna determine his own destiny. Like Which that shit he, doesn't. Okay. Yes, but people do are proactive, or people are. There are people that are more motivated and that are more determined to succeed and do things. Doesn't mean that they're doing it by themselves, right? They have the idea, they're gonna push it, and they're gonna make sure as best they can. Yes, but yeah, there's other people that
1: are involved. Yeah, that lone cowboy, I bet he didn't make his own fucking hat. That's right. And maybe or, he did. Or, or his boots. Yeah. You know, he didn't He uh, didn't raise that horse. Exactly. He didn't make the gun. Maybe exactly. he maybe he did do all these things, but there's going to be something that fucker has or uses or relies on that is not from himself. 100%. And I don't know. People are fucking weird, but <laughs> everybody needs people whether you think you do or not.
0: Yep. It's true.
1: And um that went off the fucking rails. It did. It did. That's your podcast should just be called off the fucking rails. <laughs> Maybe I'll start my own podcast and I'll call it off the fucking That's rails. Good.
0: But you have to look it up because I'm sure somebody has already fucking made that has that name.
1: I'm gonna delete it out of this podcast and so nobody else hears it, just in case. <laughs> um, let's do like Bill Burr. I just, I guess, get on once a week and just fucking just ramble, rant, just and fucking ramble. rant and ramble. He's got some of my favorite jokes that came from Bill Burr.
0: I don't know how the hell he does it when he, he rants and rambles for, for like two hours
1: a week. Yeah,
0: I don't know how he does it because I, I mean I can talk. Yeah, not like that.
1: I, I don't know that I could just sit in a room by myself and talk to a microphone. Yeah, you can. I, I mean, I probably could. I talk to my dogs all the time when no one's around. I mean, I, you can. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. So uh, social media, good and bad. Just like yeah, like most Some things. worse than others. Um there's been some hilarious stuff that's come out of social media though. And it's it's probably just general ignorance and a lack of education, which is it's nobody's fault, especially on like Snapchat. I always forget that it even fucking exists. Yeah, I don't. Um I don't use it. When uh they started doing like the face filters and stuff and people were like they're scanning your face. Now the government's going to have an image of your face. And I was like, dog. Ever heard of a driver's license? And I know that joke was going around for so fucking long. It was just like, it was the first thing I thought of. And I was like, you got a driver's license before you had a driver's license. You had a state ID. If you live in America, you had to have a state ID. If you got caught without an ID, you're getting fucking fined because you didn't have a government picture.
0: What about your, and, yeah, what about your passport?
1: And uh, there's the incredibly paranoid people on social media, they're, 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 I find humor in them. Um, and they will be fucking required. Those people will be so essential one day. Uh, yeah. like you see it in every fucking, um, end of the world movie or yep, a movie yep. that survivalist. Like you need that paranoid guy. Yep. Yep. Like the world's going to end that guys be like, I fucking told you I got 1800 cans of beans and 32 fucking thousand rounds ammo. Let's do this. And you're like, fuck man. You're like, I'm glad
0: you are my friend. I'm
1: glad that we like, Talked in passing occasionally, yeah. Um, but uh, just some of the tangents people get on about like privacy and data, and I'm like, dog, you think you're that fucking important? You think you're that important? And like the, I know the FBI's watching me. Yeah, they're they're fucking watching everybody. let let's say let's just a rough estimate. Say there's a fucking thousand FBI agents. I'm sure there's way more, but say there's a thousand FBI agents. What's the population of America? How many people is one FBI agent really assigned to? And that's that's not what the FBI does. That's more like the NSA. Right. But even with them, uh, like you're not that fucking important, big dog. You're not. Yeah,
0: if the NSA is worried about me, you know, googling all the crazy shit that I'm not going to say that I, Googled, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? They're then they're they're looking at the wrong guy. Yeah,
1: I mean you if, if you're. Like, the chances of you're on a, fl- say you're on a flight, and this happened recently, I wasn't on a flight, but say you're on a flight and you look out the window and you realize that you're being escorted by a couple fighter jets, it's probably not fucking because of you. But <laughs> yeah. It ain't because you took a selfie on Snapchat, it's not because you think that, I don't know, the rain makes frogs gay or whatever the shit that is, whatever the fuck <laughs> that guy said. Um, it's likely not for you. Right. And you will probably never know who it actually was for or why it even happened. Yep. Um unless it's a really, really bad day, then eh, big dogs are just the luck of the draw it right. sucks, but yeah <laughs> um it's just it's it's usually uh the older generations who are super fucking nutty about it. i uh, I used to do drone photography, right This is going way off the social media thing. Uh, maybe this'll be an outtakes or something. Uh, I used to do drone photography, and um, me and my buddies that we were business partners, we were standing out in the middle of this park. Um, middle of the day. Fucking people, kids, dogs People launching their boats It was not uh, It was not inconspicuous at all I think I used that word right Standing out in the fucking open Not dressed suspicious suspicious of nothing Flying a drones And this fucking lady comes walking up Pushing her dog in a stroller I shit you not Um, She's like I don't like drones And I was like sweet Have a good day I don't know what you want to do with this information. Um, she was like, "You guys are spying," and it was like, "We are spying. We are spying. We are standing in the fucking middle of a busy park at like two o'clock in the afternoon. We're wearing fucking shirts that have a damn company name on them. Like, we're not fucking spying." My drone is literally hovering over the docks right now because some asshole asked me to take pictures of and launch in his boat. Like. I'm not spying lady. I don't trust drones. All I do is kill babies. And I was like, okay, you go back to your fucking tinfoil hut and fuck off. Like, what the hell? Um it's 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 I don't think it's I don't what she was saying, I don't think it's what she actually meant. I don't trust drones. You don't trust what you don't understand. You don't understand it. You don't understand you know drones from you know the word from fucking Fox News, right? Um, and you associate it with drones are doing airstrikes in Syria and killing babies, and they're only targeting babies or whatever the fuck that crazy headline spread that you didn't actually read the article for. That's a big social media issue. I
0: was about to say, but this whole thing does tie in with social yeah, media because yeah. that's where those.
1: But you just yeah, you don't understand that a drone, an unmanned air vehicle (UAV), which is not just a term in Call of Duty has other uses than war. Um I've seen people use drones to survey water towers. Right. Uh or if something on a water tower or a cell phone tower is damaged and it would be unsafe for a human being to go put eyes on it, they will send up a fucking drone first right. to take a look at it before they, you know, decide what their next course of action is. It's not all just this ne- everything is not fucking nefarious. Right. Or uh, the big one right now is UFOs. UFOs. I mean, if you want to break that definition down hardcore, I could throw my phone off a fucking building and somebody sees it flying, doesn't know it's a phone. To them, it's a UFO. Right. It doesn't immediately mean aliens. It's like uh, you hear hoofbeats, don't always assume zebras. I like that quote. Yeah. It's a good quote. Yeah, it's great. It's simple, to the point. Yeah. Unless you live in a country that is uh, prevalent, or has zebras prevalent, then it's probably not fucking zebras. Here, it's going to be a fucking sheep, or a goat. Or a goat. For sure. Right. But you're going to hear hoof prints and, yeah, (laughs) So you're going to know what it is at that point. Yeah, but it's, oh man, people, I've met more wackos when I was flying a drone than I ever did my whole life. Like, they just like, they can, like, fucking hear the, like, angry mosquito sound of a drone. Cause that's what they sound like. Uh, and they just come out of the woodwork. Like, you're spying for Russia. Yes. Yes, I am. No, fuck off. Sitting out like, in the middle of a park. Like, I'm drinking a coffee. I'm sitting on the bench. some in the sun. Drones flying. Taking pictures of some asshole in his boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm spying for Russia. I'm looking at fucking Billy Bob Cornbread down there. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. It's... Yeah, but it's also comical. Like I will remember that shit for the rest of my life.
0: One, I, I like all your stories because, uh, all, you give the same voice. Like all, all of the characters in your stories <laughs> are all like the Southern, like, you know, 250 pound white man. That's like, a, that's like, that's like a, that owns like a, a car mechanic shop or something. I, I, the woman had the same voice too, you know? It's, of course, awesome.
1: That's uh, that's probably actually incredibly rude of me. Um, I think it's funny. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, but I'm from the south, so okay. So then I'm not rude because you're from the south. Because uh, you know, born and raised in the Northeast, um, it was really easy to think that just because someone had a slow draw that they were not smart. Yeah, we we have we talked about this before, not on here, but yeah, I think we have. We have. Um, but it's like I don't know. It's just my go-to voice. It's I do too. It's it's my father. uh, He was not like born and raised in the real South. He was he was born in Florida.
0: Yeah, Florida's Florida.
1: Yeah, Florida's not the South. No, it's just an extension of the Northeast. Yeah. So everybody there is from. uh, True. Everybody, everybody know Florida's from fucking Ohio, for whatever reason. Um, but he has a crazy Southern accent. Uh, so I usually when I'm making mocking people or telling a story and how someone was acting it's usually like my dad's voice because oh. <laughs> that, that's that's how he is like Jeffrey like, fuck he's pissed you know or get him from work like, how's your day you know what this some bitch did it's like it's just it's my dad oh, I see. it's always my dad even the angry paranoid woman my dad <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> the voice anyway I don't know how long we've been going with this one Oh, this is more than an hour for sure. Yep. Fuck. It's ten thirty. I got shit to do tomorrow. You got shit to do tomorrow. It's called good uh, until episode four. Yep. Yeah. Whatever that topic is, we'll see. Existential crisis. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.